In this presentation, we will discuss a situation where a business is owned and operated by spouses. Note that this is going to be a bit of a confusing type of question because we determine the sole proprietor, someone who generally reports on a Schedule C as an individual typically, and we determine that if there's more than one individual, then usually that would be a partnership and would have to form a partnership return and then break out that income using a K-1 to the 1040. Well, what about a situation where you have a married couple, two spouses that are in essence running the business? You have two individuals, so you think, well, it's kind of like a partnership there. However, for tax purposes, those two individuals file the same return. So it doesn't seem like you would need to have a separate return if the two spouses are, are filing the same return and working in the same business. So that's what the situation we'll take a look at now. If you and your spouse jointly own and operate an unincorporated business and share in the profits and losses, you are partners in a partnership, whether or not you have a formal partnership agreement. Do not use Schedule C or CEZ. Instead, file Form uh, 1065 U.S. Return of Partnership Income. Be aware that we will have an exception to this rule shortly. So in essence, the situation is being treated as if it was a similar situation as two individuals that just started doing business. Therefore, they're not a sole proprietor. They're going to be a partnership. They have the added complexity of them starting the business, but they can't report just solely on one Schedule C because you have the two individuals. And therefore, we have the form uh, 1065. That's going to be a partnership return. What does that do? All the partnership return does is basically it's a separate return that reports the income and then allocate that income between the partners. You don't pay taxes, in other words, at this level. It's still a flow-through type of return. The partnership return, however, will break out that taxable income to a form called a K-1. And then the K-1 is the thing that's going to bring it over to the actual 1040 or the actual 1040s of the individuals that will then report that, pay taxes at that level. So in essence, you can think about it as the same type of end result for taxes in that uh, it's not going to be taxed on the entity level. It'll still be taxed on the individual level. However, it's a bit more complex to do so because you're going to have to file a separate return and so that you can get that breakout and the 1040 and, and the K-1s and then take those K-1s and enter them into the 1040 return. So for more information on partnerships, you can take a look at publication uh, 541 partnerships. Then we have the exception, community income. If you and your spouse wholly own an unincorporated business as community property, so we have this, this rule of community property, under the community property laws of state, foreign country, or U.S. possession, you can treat the business as either a sole proprietorship or partnership. So community property and then that's going to be determined by the state law, typically, of marriage, whether it be community property or not. So if you are in a state that has the community property laws for a marriage, you can treat the business as either a sole proprietorship or a partnership. So that's going to be a benefit. You have the option there. States with community property laws include Arizona, California, Idaho, Louisiana, Nevada, New Mexico, Texas, Washington, and Wisconsin. A change in your reporting position will be treated as a conversion of the entity. See publication 555 for more information about community property laws.
To make this election, you must divide all items of income, gain, loss, deduction, and credit attributable to the business between you and your spouse in accordance with your respective interest in the venture. Each of you must file a separate Schedule C, CEZ, and a separate Schedule SE. For more information, see Qualified Joint Ventures in the instructions for the Schedule C. So notice it's not quite as straightforward as you would think. How they're breaking it out here is with the two Schedule C's. So let's go through that one more time. To make this election, you must divide all items uh, of income, gain, loss, deduction, and credit attributable to the business between you and your spouse in accordance with the respective interest in the venture. So if it's a 50-50% interest in the venture, then you'd have to go through the, the thing and separate it out between the 50-50. And each of you must file a separate Schedule C. So you can imagine here, we've got the one tax return. And we'd have a married filing joint, right? We'd have two people on the tax return, married filing joint. And then you'd have the Schedule C's down here. And we'd have, in essence, two Schedule C's. And the Schedule C's would be taking the line items, if it was a 50-50 split, between the two of them, splitting out each line item between the two of them, resulting in net income, which would be half of this for one Schedule C, half for the other. And those two, of course, would then flow through the same as it would uh, in in if there was one schedule c so it would flow through here and then it would flow through to the 1040 it would just be broken out with the two schedule c's uh in that format